Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Welcome to a special edition of the experience. Is this a Walker AC experience? No, it's an edition of my experience coming to you live on September 12th. Yes, I survived September 11th, folks. I made it in one piece. But before we get started here, come on, you must eat your vegetables before you get your dessert. Please be sure to subscribe to walkerac76.podbean.com that's walkerac76.podbean.com also send us an email that's nail mail stuff slacking majestically 01 yahoo.com that's slacking majestically 01 yahoo.com come find us on 21 free different apps you can listen to us whether it be spotify pandora iHeartRadio, everything else in between just do a google search for the Walker AC experience. Now today I'm flying solo today because number one, I'm three hours behind to where my uh, co-host, my confidant, my compadre, where he's at right now. I'm in beautiful, sunny California on business. See, sunny California, can, can this guy survive in sunny California? The answer is no, I cannot take me home. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. So, now, why am I doing a show on my own? Because it's a Tuesday. And every Tuesday, the Out of Context podcast come out. If the Out of Context podcast doesn't come out on Tuesday, we do the Walker AC experience. We do two shows a week to keep you entertained. And if we get a wild hair up our tuchus, we'll do a third show to keep you entertained. Because once again, without you, there is no us. You keep us going. You keep us afloat. You keep the passion burning inside of us to do these random shows, shows that make you laugh, make you think, make you angry, makes you roll your eyes, make you want to hit that little fast forward button to, to skip past my voice or anything in between. But the fact is, you keep us going. So, there won't be really topic for today. It'll be a stream of consciousness because I really don't have, you know, Kevin you to play off of or, you know, or uh, Ash Logistics or Big Time Bex or Miss Bradley, or nobody to kind of play off of. So I'm back to the original factory default settings of doing this all on my own. So, major question, why California for a job? Well, folks, the cool thing is I love what I do, and I get little perks like being sent here or there or everywhere to do my job and have a good time doing it. So let me rewind the clock here. We're going to travel back three days, three whole days, where I'm doing my thing at my jobby job and my boss you know comes in does this thing lets me know what the, the uh, trials and tribulations are at, at, at other properties and especially one in California I'm like wow little fleeting passing thought I'm like you know if I was there I'd try to help out a lot and see what I can do and that's when my boss's eyes lit up like a Christmas tree and said hold on I'll be right back you can come with me don't want to ride by myself so I'm taking you with me to California 
Exactly. That long pause there, that's what happened there. I kind of paused too. So I'm like, oh, California, huh? Well, I've never been. Well, I kind of always wanted to, you know, to sprout my wings and travel. I traveled only in my 20s. Never been to California. I always wanted to go and, hey, well, um, when is this uh, plan taking place? Oh, in two days? Oh, all right. So I get a chance to uh, say my piece, to clean up old bridges, to mend new fences. No, no, no. So just in case I die on a tube of death, um, I think I can manage to clear all that up in two days. Needless to say, I didn't. I mean, some of you out there still hate me, but it's neither here nor there. So I was prepping myself to the guild to prepare myself for this trip. I did two shows already, uh, focusing on how terrified I was of flying in a tube that I can't control. Because, I mean, call it control issues, call it whatever you want, call it, I can't fly the plane, I'm not even gonna try to fly a plane. So if we go down in a fiery wreck, hit a mountain or something like that, nothing I can do other than void my bowels. So when they go through the wreckage, they're gonna see a charred black man smelling like fecal matter. And then they'll know that'll be me. And they'll broadcast that on the news. So, for the people out there who didn't like me, we'll get an extra chuckle knowing I pooped myself as a plane went down in the fiery wreck. <sighs> I digress. So, we fast forward, made amends, said my goodbyes, drew up my last will and testament on a sticky note, so make sure my son is taken care of. Uh, the faithful day. Got to the airport, checked in. Boston this thing I did my thing and so to quell my nervousness of flying on a plane my good associate gave me legal 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 pills to take under the caveat of you take one 15 minutes before you fly you know before you fly and that will alleviate some of the anxiety and some of the pressure some of the fear that you have and I looked at her and I scoffed and I said ha 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 I fear nothing other than midgets with small hands. I'll get into that later. But I will take it for my anxiety, because that's what most people say when they're afraid. They say, I have anxiety. So I'll take the pill for my anxiety. So any kind of turbulence or dips and dives and dodges with the plane, I won't void my, I won't void my bowels. So here we go. We check in. Everything's nice and smooth on September 11th. We won't touch upon that. I made previous references and jokes about that earlier. It's a joke, people. But we laugh at things. It's a joke. So, did the whole check-in process. Took off the shoes, all that fun stuff. Everything's nice and groovy and copacetic. Got to the plane. Sat down. Took that little microscopic pill. Washed it down with a piece of granola bar and a sip of water. Because I'm not going to eat a full meal going on a plane. Now, I make the joke about avoiding my bowels. But I really don't want that to happen. Knowing I have to sit there, you know bunched down like sardines for five hours and don't want people smelling me i mean do i smell good or smell bad my breath is good or bad i don't know i don't really want to know at this age right now i just don't want to be in a tube with poop in my britches <sighs> things i worry about in life so i take that little pill i board the plane put on my headphones i don't want anybody talking to me the plane takes off i feel every little bump i move my big toe the plane moves I move a testicle, the plane moves. So I am a nervous wreck screaming in the inside, but ha, huh, I'm not going to show anybody that because I'm a man. I'm not going to show everybody how scared and terrified I am, especially with my boss right next to me. I'll put on the, the nice front, give it the old college try. And uh, yeah, I got up in the plane and my testicles went inside my throat. 
And I sat there with my headphones on, listening to shows, trying to lose myself in the podcast land. And just hopefully uh, I will be okay. Keep all the impure thoughts out of my mind, all the bad thoughts out of my mind. Don't think about crashing into, into, into a wall or a mountain or anything. And sort. No, no, no. There's no mountains because we're up really high, so we should be okay. Oh, plane was out of gas. No, you didn't feel the gas before you would. No, okay. Not going to think about that. Nope, not going to think about that at all. Going to focus on the flight because the people have done this a million and one times. We should be okay. Hey, there's a TV on the back of the seat so I can watch a movie. Huh, they're playing Airplane. Hmm, they're playing Turbulence. Oh, they're playing Titan. No, I'm not going to watch any of that. I'll just listen to my podcast. So, we fast forward an hour on the plane. I'm still kind of feeling kind of rumbly, anxiety-ridden, so... Let me pop pill number two. But I was told, specifically, take one pill. One pill would do you well. That's it. It'll last about a good four or five hours, which will get you through the flight. Now, you may, probably not, you may have to take another one after your connecting flight because there's a nice hour and plus layover. So you might have to pop another pill. But the good thing is you're going to the hotel so you can sleep. So just in case your body does all these weird and wacky things, you will be fine. Okay, fine. Don't take the second pill. Don't take the second pill. Don't take the second pill. We're an hour in. I am still a wreck. I feel the arm hairs on my arm and on my legs and other places I'm not going to explain to you. So I acquiesced. And I take the second pill. Hmm. Don't really feel anything. I mean, I'm a little bit relaxed. I mean, there is turbulence. And I'm not screaming bloody murder. So I think I'm okay. I think I'm okay with the two pills within a span of an hour. All right, I'm, I'm good. Headphones on, I'm listening to podcasts, I'm trying to fall asleep. Nope, that's too easy because the fates love messing with me, so I have to use the bathroom. Uh, of course I do. So I get up, I do the, the drunken old man walk to the bathroom, I use the bathroom. Now, for those of you who are the uninitiated and who are, have phobias of flying or anxiety flying, one of two things happen to you when you use the restroom. Either A... Your body won't cooperate, so you'll be sitting or standing, waiting to void your bowels. And you'll wait, and you'll wait, and then of course, the captain will turn on his uh, intercom and go, we'll be experiencing some, some turbulence. Please return to your seat ASAP. Of course. Did that happen to me? Of course it did. Now, lucky for me, scenario number two happened, where I used the bathroom, and I kept on using the bathroom. My urethra, for whatever reason, decided to give it a little extra push. Granted, all I had was a sip of orange juice, excuse me, a sip of apple juice, along with that little pill that's supposed to calm me down. So granted, three minutes of a steady stream of urination. Sorry, folks, sorry to be so gross. But yes, three minutes stream of urination as I'm freaking out, telling my lower extremities to please hurry up. I need to sit back down or else I'm going to faint or probably die in the lavatory. That's my luck, folks. So... Myself and my urethra had an understanding. So I went back. I did the old man walk back to my seat. I sat back down. I had an aisle seat, which was really nice. Wasn't going to have a window seat, but no, I'm an idiot because I don't want to climb over two people multiple times to avoid my bowels. Because it's irritating no matter how nice you are. The last thing you want is someone's A, crotch in your face, or B, buttocks in your face, no matter how good looking they proceed to be. Yes, I'm that good looking guy. So sat back down, put my headphones back on, listened. Uh, to the melodious sounds of my podcast as I just sat there in that little tube bunched around people being shoulder checked by the stewardess and stewarder, if that's a word, 
and their little cart bumping me every few seconds as we're trying to fall asleep because I'm freaking out, of course. Then, of course, my body has to go a few more times. Fine, I understand how that works. You know, then, of course, if people would make attempts to talk to me, which I really, really, really don't want to do that, but, of course, they're going to talk to me nevertheless. So I put on a smiley face, and I pretend to listen to what they say because, once again, headphones and ears, folks, blasted really loud. And lo and behold, five hours later, we land. No, I'm not going to applaud you. It's your job to land the plane, to fly the plane. I'm not going to applaud you when they make my burger or make my steak right. Now, granted, I might applaud. Never mind. We're not going to talk about that. So the layover happened. Only an hour layover. So I decided, why not? Let me take a third pill. Because I'm going back on a plane. So I have to be okay. So an hour quickly rushes. Get back on the plane. Put my headphones back in. Get everything set. Chew my gum. Sit on the aisle. And we fly for an hour and a half. It's not that bad. My body's pretty chill. I'm thinking, huh. These pills called Prozac or Xanax really doesn't really do too much for me. I guess I built up a tolerance because my anxiety overtakes everything else because I'm a Superman. None of this stuff affects me. Ha, give me more. So, hour and a half uh, passes. We land, get our luggage, blah, 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 get a rental car, drive an hour through beautiful California to get to the Norman Bates Hotel. I meant to get to our hotel. Mind you, I'm trying to... Try and see if I can describe this nice professional way, because they've been nothing but nice to me. It's a, it's, it's like a hotel you'll see in the 70s, minus the bloodshed and the dismembered bodies. So I walked in, had that nice little old tiny smell, which I'm still trying to Febreze. Nice elevated bed. Uh, two doors, actually. I haven't seen that since old 70s horror movies. You know, one door to come into, and there's another door that goes out into the hallway, which is kind of weird. It's kind of trying to lock that door. I don't want anybody barging in on me naked. Not that I'll still be naked in the hotel room, but I have no reason to be. And, of course, the bath and the shower. So the reason why I say this is because it's been years since I've flown. So from my understanding, when you fly, you don't bring any liquids, any perishables on the plane. Because, you know, you don't want anything, anything exploding all over your luggage. You know, you don't want lotion on your suit or anything of the sort. So I didn't pack any of that stuff because hell there's lotion in hotels you can get those you know there's toothpaste in the hotels there's shampoos and all that fun stuff and you know I'm almost uh, I got a low haircut I'm looking good so I don't really need all that extra hair care products <sighs> let me brush my teeth before I go to bed I had a slight dinner on, on the way here I don't really remember because oh I forgot to mention that the drugs kicked in really hard really hard to the fact that I drove an hour through the mountain area, don't remember anything. It was tremendous. So, three hours, my body is in the whole southern time hemisphere. So my body thinks it's three hours later than it is. So I'm tired, I'm ready for bed. And then, the drugs kick in harder. So I begin to get a little bit woozy, a little bit dizzy. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a three-hour difference. It's the rockiness of the plane, it's like being on a, it's like being on a boat. You know, you get off the boat, you still rocking back and forth, but no, it's not. So I figure, let me go ahead and lay down, get myself ready for bed, do my nightly stuff. Not give you the whole play-by-play, -play, but freshen myself up. And I look, no toothpaste, no biggie. Go to the front desk grab some toothpaste, I shall be nice and groovy. Now, my inner monologue is coming out. 
So all I can muster and slur is toothpaste. Now, I don't remember too much, but I do remember, for whatever reason, the word toothpaste sounded very entertaining. So I walk up and down the hallway last night saying in a very loud, audible tone, toothpaste. Every couple steps, I say, toothpaste, I need toothpaste. Toothpaste, I need fucking toothpaste. Yes, I did use the word. Yes, I did use the F word, folks. I apologize out there. I apologize, Mom, for hearing me, you hearing your uh, lovely son swear. Yes, I walked up and down the corridors saying, I need fucking toothpaste. Where's the fucking toothpaste? I need toothpaste. Toothpaste, I need fucking toothpaste. Now, during these corridors, there's not one straight shot to get to the front desk. So you have to walk through a carpeted hallway. Then you have to go outside and around back in. Now, mind you, the product that I've taken, mine is almost take one pill. I took three. It was a Xanax, Prozac kind of thing. Or, or who knows what kind it was, but what it is made me feel really loopy and slur my words. So I got lost in the hotel room screaming toothpaste. That was wonderful. Six foot one black man screaming toothpaste. I'm surprised I didn't get tasered and drug out, you know, on my heels here. Finally made it to the front desk. Looked at the rotund gentleman behind the counter. No, no, I'm not rotund shaming. Saw the rotund man behind the counter. And in my head, I said, excuse me, sir. Could you please provide me some toothpaste? As I did not pack my own toothpaste because I knew that I didn't want my toothpaste exploding, nor my bag being ruffled through because they see a tube, which could have been masked as a bomb. So if you can please, kind sir, provide me with a toothpaste. Now that's what my head said. But what came out was, I need fucking toothpaste. Now gentlemen, of course, seeing a halfway drunken black man, he proceeded to say, okay, sir, no problem. Alas, he looked around for a few minutes. He said, oh, I'm sorry. We're out of toothpaste right now. But fear not. We're going to go to the store and grab some toothpaste. We'll bring some to your hotel, to your room. Got my room number. And, said, and in my head, I said, thank you, sir. I appreciate it. My, my nightly routine is brushing my teeth, taking out my contacts, and just getting comfortable so I don't wake up with yuck mouth. Thank you for accommodating me. You have yourself a wonderful night, young man. You do a great job. That's what my mind said. My mouth eked out. Toothpaste. Bring me fucking toothpaste to my room, please. I need to brush my teeth. I need fucking toothpaste. As he stared at me, I kind of truffled off back to my room. I got lost, mind you. I walked outside. And I got lost outside. I found my way back to my hotel room. And I sat back down, fully clothed, because I knew the rotund fella was going to bring me toothpaste. Yeah. Four o'clock in the morning... I woke up with said yuck mouth, contacts in my eyes, all crusty-like, and I had my work clothes on still with shoes. I popped up still drugged, and I kept yelling for toothpaste. I went in the bathroom, no toothpaste. I checked my room door, no toothpaste. I checked the refrigerator, no toothpaste. And mind you, I purchased on the corporate card a $6 bottle of water. I don't know how there is a $6 bottle bottle of water in my refrigerator I don't remember buying it it's in my refrigerator haven't touched it yet it's still there I don't even know what kind of water it is which mind you once the show is over I might take a sip of it because for six dollars it better be a good goddamn thing of water 
moving on. So yes, woke up this morning, a little, little, little dizziness, a little cloudiness in the head. But I'm okay. I went to work. I did my functions as I got paid to do. And uh, this is where I'm at. Had a nice steak dinner with the boss. Now I'm back in my hotel room talking to all of you, explaining the fun day and a half I've had here in sunny California so far. I took pictures, which I'll post up that you'll never ever see, folks, because this is a podcast, so you really can't see. But I took plenty of pictures. I don't know when I took these pictures. Don't know how I took these pictures. I'm proud of myself of having a steady hand to take these pictures. I will honestly say, I don't do drugs. I don't smoke the weed. I don't do the heroin. I don't drink the beer. I don't partake in any of that stuff like that. I say no. But I have to admit, this Xanax slash Prozac thing that was given to me to cure my anxiety of flying, I learned my lesson. Darn it, I'm only going to take one pill. Because a five-hour flight on one pill did the trick. Minus the frequent bathroom use, but once again, that's, you know, that's just my bladder being angry with me and being nervous and scared. It really helped me. It really helped calm my body down and get rid of all the bad and negative thoughts as far as flying goes. So I had no fear of crashing or someone standing up screaming Ali Akbar. I was fine the whole entire way. Now the fun part is, I have to get back home. So... We have to leave our hotel room at the, not the butt crack, not the ass crack, not even the cheek crack of dawn. Drive an hour through the mountaintops, which I will be taking pictures. I will remember, and I will actually see what I'm taking. Because looking through my photo reel, it's kind of awkward. I thought I might have saw a dick in there, I'm not too sure. But, I will take pictures, I will post pictures for my family and friends to see. And I'll hop on a plane for five hours, then an hour layover, then another hour and then back home to Castle Walker. Now, will I take two pills again? Because I have three left. So I'm contemplating. I'm thinking about it. Now, granted, I think I might have made some really, really disturbing phone calls to friends and family. No one has said anything just yet. Who knows? I think I might be expecting that later. But I know I'm going to take that one pill that will keep my mind clear, will keep the anxiety out, and that will keep me going. I understand I'm not going to take two pills or maybe three because I have to drive home after I get home from the airport. Ha <laughs> ha. So I cannot drive on I-4 drugged. I cannot do it. I'll keep all my faculties. I'll keep everything balanced. And I will win this, darn it. Now, looking at my three pills, I can say that maybe I'll take that one, maybe 45 minutes before the flight so I can get some rest early. Ha. Huh. As long as I don't pee on myself. So I think I'll use the bathroom first. Eat a piece of granola bar that's actually still in my bag. I didn't finish the whole damn thing. I just ate a full one. Half of one before the flight. Half of one when I landed. See? Diet, dietary needs, folks. Dietary needs. But, see, here's the thing. My psyche is telling me I might need to take two. Just for the simple fact that if we get turbulence in those five hours... I'm not going to freak out or anything. I'm going to be calm. I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be fine. But then, of course, there's the layover. It's an hour layover. I'm not going to eat anything heavy and hop on a plane again. 
because you know you don't want to fly on a full stomach especially when you have anxiety on the plane i mean that's instant poopers right there the last thing you want to do is sit on a toilet on a plane especially if they're going to have turbulence now i can't really deal with a poop splash times 50. no wiping is difficult enough folks don't need to cleanse the whole area i didn't have that poop smell when you're sitting down next to somebody not really my thing i don't get embarrassed easy but i don't want somebody smelling me main phobia, main phobia we'll talk about that another day so i may have to take the third pill hmm to cure my anxiety for the layover flight huh but it's not going to affect me as bad because i'll be comfortable so then once i land have to wait for my luggage to the turnstile so that might alleviate some of the pressures of the pill that's in my system so i wait for that and then i have a 45 minute drive home back to castle walker it's a straight line so i should be okay driving in a straight line shouldn't i yes i should never been in a car accident or anything of the sort so i should be fine but it's florida and it rains so that might mess with me but i'm gonna be okay because i'm in sound mind and body just as long as I'm away from a telephone. Then, granted, I may say some things that I may have to regret later on, but haha, I'm 47, I regret nothing. And then when I get to Castle Walker, I will fall asleep. So, I think I set a pretty good game plan so far. I have one more day here in sunny California to do one more job, get some things done, then have a nice seafood dinner. Of course, golf goes on a corporate account. And then, and only then... I'll get up at the ass crack of dawn, make that hour drive, and hop back on that plane and do what I need to do as a human being and hopefully take all three pills. Now, those of you who are screaming at me right now, I'm joking. I'm not going to take all three pills not at once. Come on, am I a glutton for punishment? I may take three in four hours or five hours because, you know, going to help my anxiety and that's what it's all about right all about anxiety all about keeping it calm keeping your focus that's what it's about damn it and that's what i'm going to remind myself as people who listen to this will probably yell at me and scream at me for doing some things of the sort damn i'm a bastard but that's my story and i should have did a whole show the whole time i was here but no i'm gonna have one more day to really focus on the job and maybe just do couple of outlandish things my last day here no not rob a bank or anything no just gonna enjoy the scenery hike a mountain i have no idea or just work you know my job that i got flown out here to do ha so the perks of doing this job let's go for the perks folks ah i wrote it down here so perk number one i got a free plane ticket to fly on a death tube for six hours see didn't pay for it perk number two got to stay at the Bates Motel and beg for toothpaste perk number three oh, I got to hang out with my boss and have lovely dinners and make small talk and try to make a difference at, at another store because that's my goal anything you do you got to be the best at it and I think I'm pretty pretty decent at it so it's easy to perks perk number four I mean I got a got into a drug induced coma. Um, I think I think that's that's a perk. I mean, you get a good night's sleep, had a great breakfast, which some of it is still in my refrigerator, which I'm probably not going to touch, because now it is. This time it's eight something at night, but in my body it feels like it's eleven. So yeah, I'm definitely going to bypass that. Maybe eat the muffin. Maybe 
always have time for a muffin. Now, got another perk. I have my goddamn toothpaste. So I can brush my teeth feverishly before I lay down and pass out. See? Full circle, folks. Circle of life. It's how I roll. It's what I do. Model yourself after me. But, 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 but no, don't do that. Don't do that. Because I'm no hero, folks. I'm no hero. As Kevin and I say, we're legends. We're legends. So this has been the tale. This has been the entail of Walker AC in California. And I know what you're asking. You really should have did a whole podcast after you got back home. No, I'm not going to do that a ton. I'll tell you why. Because the past two shows, I've been making jokes about what if the you know death tube smashes into something and you know there's nothing left of me other than socks and, and boxer briefs. I'd rather put this show out now to give you guys a good chuckle just in case I don't make it back in one piece. But I know I'll make it back in one piece or maybe pieces, plural. Maybe Reese's Pieces. I don't know. I mean, did they make... Walker AC flavored, I have to look into that. Patent pending, copyright, you know, trademark. So, so if I don't make it back, see, you have this podcast here, podcast here to make it chuckle and make it laugh. See, this is what we do here in the Walker AC experience. We provide entertainment. Now, if the show has been entertaining, it's your, your fault. Grow a sense of humor. Learn comedy. may not be comedy to you, but damn it, it's comedy to me. So, as I get ready to call it a night at... 8 o'clock at night, because I'm an old man and I still have the drugs in my system, I bid you all a farewell. I bid you all an adieu. I bid you all to actually go look at the links below. Look at my TikTok. Look at my Facebook. Look at my Twitter. Subscribe. Comment. Share this with your people, your friends, your family, your loved ones. The ones that love me, the ones that hate me, but you're still listening. Nanny, nanny, boo-boo. I'll say that until I can't do this anymore. This has been a Walker AC experience. I have been Walker AC. You've been my friends. You've been my family. You've been my loved ones. You've been my hate ones. I don't hate anybody. You probably hate me, but it's okay. You're still paying me attention. You're still getting my numbers up. You're still getting those algorithms going because if you want a good podcast to listen to, something to unplug your brain with for a half hour, an hour, a couple of times a week, you listen to the Walker AC experience there are a million and one great podcasts out there but you chose to listen to mine you chose to download mine you chose to share mine and I do appreciate that because without you there is no us now I don't have rants because I really have nothing to rant about because I'm in a, a new environment all free all paid, all paid for because I do what I love and this is the benefits of it. So I have no rants. Shoutouts, yes. I'll give a shout-out. Darn it. I have a few shout-outs. I'll give a shout-out to my boss for thinking of me and having faith and trust enough in me to bring me on this, uh, on this excursion for business. I'd give a special shout-out to Kevin Yu, who gave me the best advice in the world for flying. When you're flying, if you're nervous, take a look at the people who are on the plane, the stewardesses, the stewardesser, and if they're happy and smiling, you're good. But if they're panicking and freaking out and sitting down sweating bullets, pick up the phone and call your loved ones because you're about to die. And also, thank you to him for saying that. Also, a special shout out to Big Time Bex. She gave me the best conversation on a podcast ever that we did not record. It went for a full hour. It was amazing. It was about men and women and our quirkiness and why we do what we do. 
we didn't record it because we know we'll get flooded with a ton of hate mail. That's why we didn't do it. And finally, to my co-host of the Out of Context podcast, Ash Majestic, Ashley Ashford. She has been my co-pilot for the longest time, and I do appreciate her and her opinions and her conjecture over anything and everything. She is the oddball that says the most oddest things, which makes Out of Context what it is. Not your typical female, not your typical human being, but she's our human being. And so we do appreciate everything about her. And we appreciate you, the fans out there. I never thought I'd say this in a million years, that I have fans. Thank you from all over the U.S., all over the world. Your support, your passion, everything in between. We thank you so much for listening this week. And I'll make a special podcast uh, in two days when I come home. So if I don't make one, then you know something happened to me, folks. Just look at the sky and, and you'll probably see me flying down, screaming bloody murder. Just someone catch me. If you don't want to catch me, just put down a mattress or something so I can bounce, you know, like a cartoon, you know, after all my bones shatter. So this has been Walk Racing Experience for September 12th. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you again in a few days.